Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. believes to be of quality. But there is, unseen by most, an episodic horror-based TV show. A show that still holds up. A show called Tales from the Dark Side. I just spent a lifetime in the Housing Bureau. It's no use. We can't evict Mars because of the rent control laws, and we can only raise his rent a few bucks a year. And he has the best room in the house, the parlor floor front. Hey, what's up? And welcome back to Talks from the Dark Side, the podcast where we talk about Tales from the Dark Side, the 80s horror anthology television show created by George Romero and Richard Rubenstein. I'm Joel Escola. I'm Sean O'Rourke. And I'm Chris Barr. Today we're talking about Parlor Floorfront, directed by Richard Friedman, based on a story by Carol Lucia Citrina from October 20th, 1985. I want my ring! I mean, it's possible. Definitely not a cake, but he's on the, he's, this guy's not an asshole, though. No. No. He's, he's, he's actually a pretty decent guy. He's like a really yeah. nice guy. Mars <laughs> yeah. Gillis is very he nice. He likes pranks. <laughs> I just got mischief. Ones. Little ones. Yeah. Just being a little rascal. He is a little rascal. I mean, he wants what's owed to him. I mean, yeah. Uh, well, kinda. We'll get to it. We'll get. I think to he it. just wants to be left alone. Well, more or less. Sure, sure. Well, I think going into this one, it's like first thing we can say off the bat is like the last three episodes have been hit or miss. They've kind of been testing the waters. Yeah, we're back to <laughs> a horror episode. Yes. Finally, episode four. <laughs> episode now. four, we're finally doing horror in the Tales from the Dark Side yeah, series. Yeah, they did a blood transfusion. They had the fucking Crypt Keeper over there. They're like sucking the rest of the blood out of them. They just <laughs> inject it into Tales. They're like, all right, we need a, we need a jump start. <laughs> uh, yeah, before we keep going, though, let's get the Fangoria synopsis, please. So the synopsis goes, a scummy, yuppie husband and wife take over an apartment building whose tenants include a benevolent West Indian voodoo master. Seeking to flush out the undesirable occultist, the landlady concocts a death curse charade, which inadvertently drives the man to his grave. 
I spoil it a little bit, but okay. I mean, well, they yes, don't spell it out at least. Yes and no. There, there's there's a good twist in there that they don't spoil. But like, True. I didn't know he was a West Indian voodoo priest. I didn't either. Well, he's supposed to be hoodoo the... specifically. I think if if you look it up on Wiki. Well, hoodoo voodoo. I mean, it's called hoodoo. Oh, okay. You, okay. you can say it either way. I'm pretty sure. I think it's actually two different things. It yeah. might be. I just call it chicken magic. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking voodoo magic man. Uh, you gotta have the clip here. Fucking voodoo magic man. <laughs> <laughs> King Willie. It's on deck, Chris. Don't worry. <laughs> Not only do I have to kill you, but I gotta I take, take your soul. Yeah. And your cat's soul, possibly. Um, but but yeah. So Richard Friedman uh is directing this episode, and he also brought us the uh the amazing Dark Wolf with Kane Hodder. Yeah, he's done a couple Okay. Of- <laughs> <laughs> the amazing <laughs> I, I mean that's a little sarcasm. I mean, it's a shame because Kane Hodder is in it and John Carl Beekler did the effects for it. So I haven't seen that movie in a hot minute. I remember when it came out on video. So maybe we have to revisit that in a different capacity somehow. He's maybe. also done uh, four Tales episodes. He also did Monsters, yep. and which we don't have a lot of overlap with. Usually it's Tales from Dark Side Monsters. But he also did Friday the 13th, the series. That's yeah. right. Which He's is got- neat. It's like you see in some people going to that series as well. Yeah. So it, it's cool because we're eventually going to get to that series <laughs> for sure. Uh, but he's also a writer, hmm. and he wrote Doom Asylum. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wrote Death Mask, and he wrote Scared Stiff. Huh? Scared Stiff won with a uh, MDU icon, one Elliot Carlisle from Munchie. <laughs> he stars in that movie. Of course he does. Yeah, it's great. And I didn't realize it until like the credits hit, but the director of photography in this episode was Ernest Dickerson. Oh, really? Yeah. Which is, and then I found out he actually did. He directed eight episodes of Tales. And he also directed Demon Knight. Oh, holy shit. Yeah. Oh so, my God. And then he went on to do a lot more like television. I know he's directed like a ton of Walking Dead episodes yeah. and stuff like that. But most importantly, he did Demon Knight. Yeah. Wow, well, yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Say it again. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait to talk about that when we get to it. Also, uh, we got uh, Carol Lucia Satrina writing this. And she also did um, The Odds and she did In the Cart that okay. we've covered already. That makes so much sense because yeah. the writing in this episode, I mean, I don't want to put the cart before the horse, but it is like top notch on this one. I think it's really good. So we have this couple, Linda and Doug, who are fucking <laughs> assholes. Yeah. They're like just straight up. They're, they're, they're rich, uh, privileged white assholes, and they fucking buy this brownstone, and there's this, and they like kick everybody. They evict everybody yeah. in the fucking Every building. Every single person except for one guy. Ex- who they can't kick out yep. because he's got nowhere to go. Uh, who is Mars Gillis? He was like, who could? He's like the nicest guy you've ever met right. in your life. And Linda is such like a conniving, stupid bitch, and she's just like, how are we ever gonna have this perfect house if we have this black guy living downstairs? Wow, yeah, and he's mean, got the best room in the house because it's the, the parlor floor front. There's definitely those racist undertones. Oh, for sure. big time! Yeah. She's like, we want to restore it to its former glory, yeah. and we can't do that if he's living here. It's like. Uh, what are you trying yeah. to say? Yeah. Exactly. We've had some like real characters to yeah. this show, even with season one. Yeah, but she takes the kick. Oh, oh yeah, she is like terrible. I mean, she gets even worse as the as I the mean, episode oh, goes yeah. on. The but... husband doesn't get off scot free, but at least he's trying to be nice. But I mean, when you think about what you just said, where they still did evict all those other people before the episode, yeah. he's not totally in the clear. <laughs> but at yeah. least he has a bit of a conscience. She's definitely the one calling the shots. Oh yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of it is him satiating his wife. Oh yeah, he's getting walked all over for sure. Yeah, big. Time. So so Mars Gillis is living in the parlor for floor front and they're trying to evict him with his sister. 
I don't think she lives there. Well, she's there a lot. Either way, it's fucking Estelle, the grandmother from uh, Family Matters. Mother yeah. Winslow. Yeah, yeah Mother yeah, Winslow. Yeah. Uh, Rosetta Lenore. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so this guy's been living in this parlor floor front apartment for like the past 40 years. These people just roll in and just tell him he's got to get the fuck out. Yeah, he was the janitor there for, for a while. For a long time. Yeah. And like Doug even says, he's like, he was a janitor before we were even yeah. born. I mean... You've been there your whole life. As long as you got like a, a good argument, what can they really do? He's also living there for like $95 a month. Can you imagine? No. $95 a month. Yeah, and he's like, I can't find anywhere else to go. It's like, not for that price. No. Well, it's also like if he had a place to go, he would. Yeah. yeah I mean, he says that. Yeah. Part of me, you find out that maybe this guy's like so nice by the end of it that he probably was telling the truth. But part of me is like, yeah, that that's a good way just to never leave. Like, well, I, I'm looking. I can't buy anything for $95, but... Uh, but it's also like, leave this guy alone. Yeah. You have four floors. You got the McAllister Brothers uh, brownstone yeah. with four floors of Uncle uh, Robbie's of house. Yeah, Uncle yeah. Robbie's like house. You bought an apartment building. Yeah. And you're mad that there's people living in, in an apartment downstairs. <laughs> yeah, that's well, basically well, that's it. kind of the point, though, right? Is that you just you just nailed it, Chris. They bought the apartment building, kicked everyone out, yeah. and the one, the one holdout is like fucking up her plan. And yeah, it's like... Yeah. Well, maybe you should have had a different plan than not to mention this place you bought. The opening scene is you fixing the wall, this fucking putting yeah. uh, like foundation into a cracks. crack. Yeah. I just want to note here this is not how you spackle. <laughs> and it was driving me nuts that this woman just like, like hitting yeah. it. I don't know. It was bothering me. Just let it lump up, harden. <laughs> And then put some more over. It's yeah. like putting icing on a cake, obviously. Well, here's, but you got to fill it and push it in. Yeah. So we get introduced to Mars Gillis, and uh, this is he's played by Adolf Caesar. And mm-hmm. this guy's great. Now, he's super notable for things that you might not know that he's that he's done. Yeah, a ton of voiceover work. He's done. He's narrated the Dawn of the Dead, the Day of the Dead, and the Sleepaway Camp uh, trailers, the theatrical huh, yeah. trailers, which I had no idea. <laughs> so George had been using them for a while at yeah. this point, or hiring them, rather. During this time, he was also on the uh, the 80s Twilight Zone, an, okay. an episode of that. But he also did The Color Purple, and A Soldier's uh, Story, he, he, he was nominated for an Oscar wow. <laughs> for like working on that. So like this guy... He's got credentials. He's he's got clout. Put yeah. it that way. And he's he's great. In this. I think oh, he's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. yeah, he makes the episode. Yeah. Yep. And then of course Miss Gillis is uh, yeah, yeah is Mother Winslow. She's great. Who, who's his sister? And She's doing a little bit of an accent here. Yeah, they have like this. That's why. That's why I was I was like, oh, the West Indies, because it's mm. it's very like Haitian. Yeah, it's, sounding. That's what I thought it was. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was a Haitian. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of like the the foundation of like voodoo and hoodoo and all. Yeah. That. Yeah. Where, where it comes from, rather. Right. And then also uh, another, you know, I was like finding these deep dives and connections on IMDb. So uh, Donna Bullock, who plays Linda, is actually married to Sherman Howard. You know who that is? It sounds familiar. Does it ring a bell? Not at all. It's Bub from Day of the Dead. <laughs> what the fuck? Right? That's oh, bizarre. Yeah, it's yeah. really weird. Yeah. Renette, Romero's going through that yeah. Rolodex to get some people <laughs> yeah. in his show. It's, Pittsburgh's a small town. Hey, I guess so. apparently. Yeah. I was like looking through her her creds and like um I didn't see anything that really jumped out at me. Like a lot yeah. of TV. Yeah. Uh, I think she was also. I think like her biggest thing was like a role in Air Force One with uh, with Harrison Ford. But um, she's also in the Girl Next Door, and I'm pretty sure she takes Paul Dano to prom in okay. that movie. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I just saw a picture of it. I was like, oh. Okay, uh, but you know she's just like we kind of already said, uh, just kind of a bitch about the whole situation, and 
Bitch is putting it mildly. Yeah, but like she's basically telling her husband, like, you know, they have all these problems with this guy. And he like basically hires him, like, you know, for minimum wage to help him move some shit around the well, house. Well, the way that that's prompted is that like they want him to leave and he offers services. He's like, right. well, maybe I can help you uh, out with something. Yeah, I'm known to help people I'm out known, from time to time. Yeah. And he's like, oh, great. You can help me clean out the basement. Right. right. And, and he's I'll like, pay minimum wage. I, that's not what I meant. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah he's like, that's right. not what I meant, but sure. And so he's like helping to move some like stuff around. And he has like this vase. Yeah. And Linda just haphazardly has like a paint bucket in the middle of the floor for some insane reason. Trips over it. And of course, the vase shatters. Yeah. So because she's a fucking asshole, instead of just being like, oh, my God, that's horrible. That broke. Are you OK? Shouldn't have put that there. She's just like, oh, you broke my very important vase that's been in my family for 10 generations. Yeah, Are you going to pay for that? Totally overdramatic yeah. and oh, just yeah. blaming him. You're going to pay for that. You're you the stupid you, idiot. How can anybody be so incompetent? Yeah. You're so clumsy. You how know, can the, anybody the be clumsy? was like a foot away from the, the yeah. edge of the door. She literally put it where you're like yeah. the threshold and he couldn't see it's where like, he was what going. What do you expect? And this poor guy's getting picked apart. He's like sweating bullets. She wants him to pay for it. And like, he's like, you're going to dock his pay. She tells Doug, she's like, you're going to dock his pay and he's going to pay for it. That was a priceless yeah. antique like, or some shit. We can't do that. So. In the beginning, you know, the husband sort of like, you know, he's kind of the same boat as Linda. Like, he's he's an asshole, too. Sure. Oh, she says, oh, he just threw it on the floor. Yeah. And it's like, what the fuck? This poor guy is like, I didn't do it on purpose and blah, blah, blah. So Doug walks him downstairs and like takes half his pay. And he's like, I'll tell you what, you pay half. And I'll take the other half and we'll call it even. And he's like, I didn't do it on purpose. He's like, yeah, yeah, uh, sure. He's trying want... to be a little more like considerate yeah, with the guy. Yeah. He's getting a little nicer, way nicer than she is. Oh, 100%. He just yeah. doesn't want to hear his wife because he goes right upstairs and tells him, she's like, half? You get him pay for half? He's like, well, it wasn't really his fault. And she's like, ah, that asshole. So he breaks his pot and he's a, re- he's a real jerk off about it. And they're arguing about it. But prior to that, they th- like, they're working and like Doug's like, oh, come here, come here real quick. And him and Linda like go downstairs and she see they like look into his door. They're like spying on this guy. Yeah, like sneaking yeah. around like Scooby-Doo style. Yeah, oh to see God. what he's doing. And he's like doing this chant and practicing um, like voodoo, doing this thing uh, for this girl who like wants to get her boyfriend to like like her again or something. Yeah. So she like bites this apple and he's like, oh, bury it he's under this thing. Spinning around in a circle. Okay, stop. Bite this apple. Bite this apple. Bury this in front of you of his window. Send um, it to horse X. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Go ahead, Cassie. Give me your give me a quarter and I'll tell you exactly what's gonna happen. I'll tell you where to put that apple. <laughs> so so he doesn't accept cash as a payment. So he's doing this thing for her uh to help her get her boyfriend back, but he needs a piece of gold. And right. what he does is he Im- he imbues the gold with whatever the 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 magic is, whether it be I, I don't know if like it's a dark thing or like a demonic thing or a cursed thing because she's been cursed by somebody else. Yeah. And the whole thing is that he she is now protected from this uh spell and the curse has gone into this piece of gold that she's right. given him. Yeah. It's like all that negative energy and yeah. like awfulness is transferred to the gold jewelry and put away. And that's his payment. Yes. It's exactly. like won't take money, just the jewelry that's like the bad gold and only he could like own it yep. you know and he and he, the reason he hasn't gotten rid of it or like used it because they see that they're like well all that gold he's got he's like why does he just like move out we gotta report that that'll kick oh him out yeah. well yeah right. they're like why does he just go pawn it off and go buy another house or yep. something and uh they're like oh he's running a business out of there there's got to be some kind of law where he can't yeah. do that let's go fucking tell the Bureau investigations or yeah. some shit yeah so so somewhere in between there is when he drops the vase and then 
he's out like in front of the steps doing some kind of chant or ritual. And they're like, huh, what could that be about? Well, and then he said he like he's like he's like, if it's my doing, curse me. And if it's someone else's doing, curse them. Right. Kind of thing. Because that kind of spooks them. Right. Because she says he threw it. He knows he didn't. And it's kind of like, well, whoever really did, it's going to have a bad day. Yeah, and like, he knows it's not him. So yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, let those be responsible. Let evil befall them. Yeah, that's it. Is. So he's basically saying, like, you know, who has ever causing all this weird stuff happening? Yeah, yeah. It's like let them have the curse. Exactly. And uh, so they're like talking at night again, and and he's like, he's like, well, maybe we can get him on like witchcraft. What do you know about witchcraft? You're an anthropologist. I'm like, this woman is a professional anthropologist, and she's treating this guy like dog shit. Yeah. And it's like. Everybody's got to be at the bottom of their class, Joe. It, it, well, speaking of class, it's like a big yeah. education in uh, classism for yeah, sure. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, but she's like, oh, oh, well, if magic only works, if you, if the person believes it. And then she's like, hmm, okay. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't pick up on that. So now the idea of this curse is out there. Yep. So guy gets a gets something gets a two by four dropped on his arm and it and his wrist breaks. She uh, hammers her thumb. Yeah, all sorts of stuff are happening like all at once. Yeah, yeah. She hammers his thumb. He comes like limping into the room, yeah. saying, yeah. saying he broke his arm because a two by four <laughs> fell, fell on, on him. Yeah. I mean, he's he's, he's lucky. Got how, weak bones. He's like he made it a paper mache. <laughs> he's lucky how Bachi didn't fall on his head. <laughs> Mister Yamabachi. Yeah, yeah. That too. So he so he's like he's like oh it's the curse and blah 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 and she's like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's got to okay. be that curse. Yeah, it sure is that curse. Like, oh, crap, it's the curse. It knocked me off a ladder. I felt somebody push me. Well, he yeah. goes to the hospital, and she's like, okay, yeah, the curse again. So she, I guess she's, like, by the door and hearing it. screen. Yeah, well, I guess she hears him coming up the stairs or whatever, because, like, she falls off her uh, ladder and, like, hurts herself. Yeah, all dramatic. And and he comes in. He's like, oh, my God, are you okay? She's like, hey, it's the curse, dog. It pu- I felt the hit. It pulled me off the ladder, and I fell. And he's like, what are you talking about? He's like, you're just being clumsy. Yeah, totally leaning into it, being like, oh, uh, yeah. the curse. Yeah. She's like, I'm so scared, Doug. Like, you really got to talk to me. He's like, I'm not going to talk to him. Like, you just fell off a ladder. Like, it could happen. And she's like. Well, I'm also scared because I'm pregnant and I don't know how this is going to affect everything. And I just want to, I, I, you know, I, 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 you wouldn't let me work on the house if you knew I was pregnant. And he's like, he's like damn right. I wouldn't. He's like, well, of course not. Yeah. And she's like, well, well, wouldn't that well, now go tell him that it's the curse. Right. <laughs> and he's like, no. Hard cut to her, like crying in bed. I'm an egg nun. <laughs> Little and, elves reference and for you. <laughs> she pulls like a sheet off a cat, and the, she's like, "Look, Doug, the cat's dead. It's the curse." The curse also killed the cat. So she, he's like, "Oh God, what happened?" She's like, "She's like, no, it's the curse. It just dropped dead. It's right there." It's like a little Herbert West note. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Cat, yeah, details details later. later. Exactly. Check she's, her journal, maybe. She's like, "Okay, Doug, this is enough, right? The cat's dead. It's definitely <laughs> the curse. Go tell him about it." He's like, no, the cat just died. This is terrible. Keep in mind, we might be giving it away more so than the actual show does, to be fair. <laughs> but the way that it's presented is so like no, it one is. right after another. It is. Yeah. The, and like Doug just will not do it. He's not going to give this guy a hard time for all this coincidental shit happening. Despite her 
best efforts to say that it's a curse. Yeah. Because she keeps bringing it up. Oh, she well, keeps bringing it up. Yeah. She also then at some point is just like, just, ah, just pay him the other half. I don't care. And he's like, yeah, well, what a principle. Like, why would I at this point? You got it's kind of embarrassing. I gave him half and now I'm going to give him the other half. Like, oh, whoops. You have to give him the money to stop the curse, blah, blah, blah. Then it like we cut and she's like crying in bed. And she's like, doctor said it was the fall from the ladder. I lost the baby. And he's like, oh, fuck. And, but like still Doug's like, it's okay. Like, you yeah. know, like the, he's the still good not thing. Buying it. No, he's like, the good thing is that you're okay. And blah, blah, blah. And she's like, you mean you're not going to go tell him that it was the curse now? And he's like, no, what are you yeah. talking yeah, about? Right. So she's like, all right, I, I got to go get some air. So she goes downstairs to this fucking guy's apartment. And she's like, she's like, it's the curse. You put a curse on us and my cat's dead. I lost my child. And he's like, no, I, I didn't do anything. What are you talking about? I just meant to cause a little mischief. Yeah. I didn't mean anybody to get hurt. Yeah. So he put a little hex on him or something, but like not in the way that she like perceived it. Yeah. And, wow. Hmm. Maybe the, the hammer to the finger, possibly. Maybe uh, you get a little diarrhea on your underwear before you wipe it off, but not your cat's gonna fucking die. <laughs> yeah, have not, a miscarriage. Or like the thumb thing. Like, I get uh, that. Yeah, like Be not to the level that she's alluding to. Which, right. Which, again, we don't actually as audience members know that yet. But we will find out very shortly because cut to the next day where this guy looks like he is in the most pain because he didn't mean any of this. Like, yeah, he feels oh my really God, bad. what did I do? Yeah. And, and it, like that, that whole, that whole exchange where she goes down there and talk and talks to him and like berates him and stuff ends with her being oh, yeah. like, just take the curse off or whatever. And she takes her, she's like, you don't accept cash, right? We'll take the, this is the only gold I got. Go fuck yourself. And like yeah. throws it at him. This guy is totally like, he, feel, he feels terrible yeah, about he everything. He feels that's responsible happened. for like for the baby, for the, mm -hmm. for the cat, for all this stuff, and he actually thinks that there's a curse that he did like yeah, accident. No, He's he, like, I'm that, too powerful, and yeah. blah blah blah. So he takes the ring and he performs one last ritual, and this fucking guy hangs himself. And they show it, which was kind of shocking to me for a TV show, well, honestly. The way they do this is they like pan across the room, his apartment, and he just, his feet literally like swing into view. Yep, and just like stop. Yeah, I mean, then they show his whole body. So it's well, like, like, whoa. Well, like yeah, later. It's yeah. Yeah. But it's just like it's, shit. Yeah. And like he like paid for his, paid for like this with his life by doing this ritual where he would need to die to take this curse off mm. of them. That doesn't yeah, really it's like exist. some heavy stuff. Yeah. All because of this woman just being over the top and wants him out of her house. Because yeah. well, she's a yeah. Right. That's what we find out in the next scene because now the funeral's going on and in his apartment, which I kind of like like as a touch. And the husband even comes in. Well, she couldn't have she the Mama Winslow couldn't afford the funeral. Right, right. So they had to have it in the apartment. And like they make this mention of like 200 people coming yeah. in and out, which I thought was a pretty powerful way to tell like that storytelling. Yeah. Because this guy was well-known and well-respected and a good dude. Yeah, and they're probably all people that he helped in some capacity. Yeah. Well, it, Just well, all coming to pay their respects to him. Yeah. Right. Well, even Linda, she keeps berating him and bad-mouthing him, even up to the point where he's dead at this point. And even the husband's finally like, he was like a good guy. Like, you really, like, kind of went over the top with this whole thing. Yeah. And, like, they, they, they see, like, the jar of all the gold. And he's like, well, you know, your ring's probably in there. She's like, ah. Well, you know, I want to get it back. You know, I made that all up. And she starts spilling the fucking beans. And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, back, roll it back a little. Wait, what did you just say? Yeah, because like he goes in there and he sees her ring like 
it's about to be buried with this. Oh, guy. that's what it is. Yeah. And he's like, well, what the hell? You're raising it's like, there. It's right. like a box yeah, of yeah, jewelry. Yeah. And he's like, wait a second. That's my wife's ring. And he's just like, what that's what's what is that doing in there? Yeah. So he goes to take it. And Mama Winslow's like, are you fucking crazy? Are you mad? He's like, don't. Yeah. She's like, don't touch that. All the Let's evil is evil. in that gold. Right. Yeah. That's what it he's is. like. That's got to be buried with him like that. That is that is no good. That shit. Right, they're both not there. You're right. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. then he goes and he confronts her. He's like, why does he have her ring? Did, did he steal it? Did yeah, he find it? Yeah, that's a mistake. It? That can't be right. Like, she's not going to believe me that he just found it on the ground. Right, right. He doesn't know that Linda went there and, like, mm-hmm. threw it at him and did that whole exchange. So, uh, he goes upstairs and he's like, and she's like, after all of this shit happens, <laughs> she is like, oh my God, I don't want my ring buried yeah, with that that's man. That's all she's worried about. She's all worried about- Not that about the guy hung himself or, or anything. Yeah. No. She's like, that's creepy. That gives me the creeps that yeah. my ring is with him when he's yeah, dead. Can't, that can't be buried with him. No. Go get it back. So yeah, then, I mean, I basically already said it, but she admits, yeah, I faked hitting myself in the hand. Yeah, well, you getting hurt, that was just a coincidence that helped sell my story. Yeah, I, I killed the fucking cat. Well, he just deduces that. He's like, yeah, you well. killed the fucking cat and there was no baby, was there? And she's like, uh... <laughs> Nope. Yeah, so when, what? When he confronts her about it, she just switches, changes the subject. She yeah. totally folds, yep. and he fucking leaves her. And I'm he like, good. Have. I'm like, good on you, Doug. She's yeah. fucking insane, brother. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty fucked up. And and she has the balls to go downstairs <sighs> with Mama Winslow sleeping in the chair to take this ring from right this, out of his casket. Right out of his casket. I do love her though. She's doing one of these. Like, oh, she's got yeah, one. Oh, eye she open. knows. She knows. Yeah, it's kind of great. And she lets her take it. Straight up. Fuck her. She knew knew exactly what was going to happen. But there was like that point when, because I didn't know what there was going to be a twist. I'm just like, what? when's the other shoe going to drop? Like, what what is going on with this episode? Like, I'm interested, but it's not selling it to me that well up to that point. Then you get the twist and it's like, oh, this is like working swimmingly. That cursed gold really sells it. And I love love the shot too, because she takes the ring and runs back upstairs and Mama Winslow just like goes back to sleep. (laughs) Yeah. Then this shot, you see Mama Winslow and she's like sleeping and it pans over and Mars is not in the coffin anymore. Mm -hmm. And he's like thumbing through his gold and he's like, where's my ring? Where is my ring? (laughs) Then you just see the feet going up the steps with him. He doesn't just say that. He says other variations of it. It's really creepy. And honestly, the end, this, this, you know, climax is really well done. It is. There's like fog behind him and this big light. There's like wind blowing and she's like in her bed and he's like, where's my ring? The fucking like the the wall wall cracks open and like light shoots out of it. It's really cool. Yeah. There, this was like the like production value here is like way more than it should have been. Oh yeah. Like it totally sells it because this sort of comes out of like nowhere. Mm -hmm. Mm. You think the episode is like compared to these other ones we've had. Yeah. is going to go a certain way where something just, okay, kind of fizzles out. No. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> no. yeah. It goes, it, it, it's awesome. It's like yeah. this whole last part. He like closes in on her and uh, and she's just like left laying there like totally dead. I thought like her finger was going to be ripped off. I would have uh, I would have really liked yeah. that mm-hmm. more, but it just shows, like zooms in on her hand and the ring is, is it's gone. It's gone, yeah. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, it's, I, I think it's supremely creepy at the end there. And like, she really fucking does. I think she deserved worse. Honestly. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And the way she, it like zooms in on her, just like dead on the bed. Yeah. It sits there for a while, like yeah. a little too long yeah. <laughs> before it goes down to her, to her, her hand. Yeah. That doesn't show the ring on it, but it's like yeah. that whole part right there is, it's great. It's pretty powerful, man. And it's like shot really well too. So, um, so what do we think about this one? 
I think this is one of the best episodes of the whole series so far. Uh, this is an amazing episode. And like I said, like the beginning, it's not really hooking me, but I'm intrigued. So, I mean, I guess it is a little, but like the full hook's not in there yet. Yeah. And then when you get the twist, which I guess is the point, then the hook's like ripping my fucking head off. I'm so into it. Uh, if, if you can picture what I'm trying to say, it, it's just really good. You get that classic. Uh, I mean, that's why I wore my cavity colors, kind of the Tales from the Crypt style shirt for this episode. Because it made me think of Creep Show a lot. Like uh, even elements. I mean, I'm joking about the cake uh, from Father's Day, but just the feeling. It felt like Creep Show to me a lot. Like they really nailed. Uh, and they do often on the show, but this one especially really f- had that vibe, like the lighting, uh, some of the camera direction in this, especially the actors all kind of had it. They were never silly, but they kind of felt like they were always teetering on the edge in this one, like in a good way. Yeah, uh, it just really comes together. I, I said swimmingly earlier. I don't know why that word for some reason is coming to me for this, but it fits. I, I don't know why, but I really liked it. And I kind of like little story arcs each character kind of had like, yeah. you know, the, the old man and his sister, the husband and wife and even like the husband eventually being like. Yeah, maybe I'm still an asshole because I kicked all those other people out, but enough is fucking enough. I'm done. Well, man's dead. Yeah, yeah. and, and the, the classic bad guy getting what's uh, what's deserved to them uh, in, in a delicious way, <laughs> especially her coming in, trying to be sneaky and stealing the ring and, and Grandma uh, uh, Winslow watching it all go down like, all right, want to go to hell? Here, here, here you go. Here's how you go. And uh, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. I like this episode. It's like, not one of my favorites looking back of like all these episodes, but it's up there. It's uh, definitely a fun one. And I always like a good like twist at the end. Yeah. Like the Tales from the Crypt episodes. It's like those always have one like that. Yeah. Where it's something fun and, you know, relevant to the character and the story. But it's like, yeah, we don't get a lot of like twists in Tales from the Dark Side, but it's it's always fun when we get something like this. So this is like she gets just desserts, mm. comeuppance, mm-hmm. all those here we go. It's like, it's great. I think it's awesome. I, I really like this episode a lot. And again, we, we've been dealing with like these sci fi, like we had a sci fi love story before. We had a uh, sci fi story where some guy helps the government out with the talking to a There's fucking an alien. alien. Yeah. And now it's like, okay, we're getting back to the roots. We get a little bit of hoodoo voodoo in here, which I, which I really dig. And I think my favorite, my, one of my favorite parts about it is like, there's magic happening, but you don't, it, 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 it's not. It doesn't come to the forefront until the end of the episode because, like, as far as you know, it's all just bullshit. Yeah. At, at one point, yep. it just it just takes a shit, and and Linda never believes it at all. So the 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 sociopathic nature of this woman is so <laughs> disgusting that like she at, at, at any cost she's gonna have this building to herself and her possessions. And, like she one goes way so, or another, one way or yeah. another, like going so far as this guy has killed himself and she's still just thinking about herself. And going to get the ring and stuff like that. And again, like I like how uh, we see like like voodoo ritual like practices, but we don't see the ends, the the means to those mm-hmm. ends. And then the ending being that supernatural element that kind of ties it all together and get and gets her comeuppance, which yeah. I which yeah. I really dig. Yeah, it's like all that. It's not wholly explained, or it doesn't really go into it. No, it's just hinted at, and like you're left to just imagine kind of like what this all means. Yeah. And was it real or yeah. was it not? But I guess it was. Yeah. And, and you, and you got the fucking shit end of the stick <laughs> on that deal. And that sells the story and yeah. like the creepiness to it. Yeah. yeah. But I also think it's really a powerful, like, again, like I mentioned before, like the classism and the, um, and the, and the social commentary about mm-hmm. how 
minorities are treated or like people who are like janitors or whatever are treated like low lives and shit like like they're trash oh, yeah. like yeah. like get out of here you know and how landlords mean? are the scum of the earth that too yeah. Yeah. yeah and by any means they're gonna kick you out no matter what no yeah. matter how good of a person you are yeah. you know what i mean or your skin color or anything like that and i think that's really fucked up um, so it kind of melds those things together pretty nicely. It's also shot really well and yeah. it's lit really well. There are some like effective, like really creepy scenes in this. Yeah. That scene that I mentioned before where it like pans over and he's like next to the coffin and mm-hmm. not in it. That's a fucking great reveal because yeah. you don't see his whole body, just his hands like yep. in the in the gold uh, box. Yeah, there's some really nice shots throughout it, but the ending, that's when it all comes together and it's like, that's a nice little treat. Uh, a nice little b- bow on the, on the package there. And there's so many, like, again, going back to it, but like there's so many extra shots there that just weren't necessary, but we got them. But it elevates yeah. it, I, like the, I think. the wall tearing and like the books. Oh, falling. God, yeah. Like, yeah. like, that's such a, whenever I see that and, the, and like the the bad spackle job that she was doing yeah. in the beginning that all cracks off and it's like this purple light that shoots out yeah it's really cool and um I, again after those after those other uh, episodes that we just didn't just did that were more sci-fi it's, it's nice that we pivoted back to the horror element yep. uh, of the series and uh i mean if they opened this the season with this one Phew. it would have been like holy yep. shit all right we're in for a fucking yeah. ride here watch, yeah swap this and spiff your remo around yeah and yep. I think I think that would have been a little bit yeah. better. Where it's it. like you get a little more bit more like breathing room in between like the horror episodes. Yeah. And it's like, cool, yeah, get some weird experimental ones in, test the waters with your romance ones. Sure. But like yeah. we're here for the horror episodes. Yeah. And you're putting real two really good episodes back to back, as oh, we'll yeah. see in the next yeah. one. <laughs> but so anyway, it's like yeah. between episode four, this one, and then five, mm-hmm. it's like we're more than making up for the first three episodes of the season. Yeah. So I feel like they 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 knew that it didn't work yeah. too too well. I mean this series has so, lot- somebody working on the production had any idea had some foresight yeah, yeah. this series has a lot of ups and downs yep. um it's a but big, this is definitely a high point for this season for sure it's a big uh you know it's a big board yeah and they're just throwing shit at the wall <laughs> and this episode sticks i yeah. think i uh, me too yep. i think i agree so yeah let us know what you thought of this episode uh, in the comments and if you liked it or you didn't um and if you're watching on youtube do us a favor and hit that like button and subscribe and if you're listening on your favorite podcast app do us a favor and leave a five-star review if you dig the show but uh until next time i'm joe lascola i'm sean o'rourke and i'm chris Barr. tales from the dark side is always there waiting for us to watch it waiting for us to hit play Until next time, try to find it on DVD and watch along with us.